lots of sitcom royalty in and out of the show, which I love. They're, oh, yeah. they're no stranger to the, hey, let's bring in the 70s icon to play themselves. Yeah. Well, and, and also, like, you know, 70s icons to play characters, too. Uh, yeah, so, that's true. Uh, yeah. So, so, such as Leo. Yes, Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong. Sir Thomas Chong, knighted <laughs> in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they ever knight them, boys? <laughs> I wonder what's on the tube. Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. No soup for you. Don't touch that channel. Adjust those bunny ears because what time is it, Jay? Hello, Wisconsin! Uh, it's time <laughs> for Sitcom My Face. And what show are we talking about this episode, sir? Well, speaking of Wisconsin, we are talking about that 70s show. Not to be confused Never with that 80s show. That was a different one, and that was not good. <laughs> we shall discuss, I'm sure, at some point, that 80s show. Maybe later in this episode, and maybe... If we can really twist that dagger into Nick's ribs, maybe Ugh. down the road we can get another episode out of that bitch. But, <laughs> but first, uh, I got to apologize on behalf of... Oh, oh yeah. W w weren't we supposed to have a another guest, uh, Jay? Yes. I think I actually mentioned my coworker buddy, Kent. Uh, he was supposed mm -hmm. to be here to discuss this show because he absolutely loves this show. But he had to have Red's foot surgically removed from his ass. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, he, has, he has fallen ill. I don't know, smallpox, herpes, something. Uh, foot and ass, yes. Yes, foot and <laughs> assitis, whatever. The hell. <laughs> yes, one one of the ongoing great, you know, like lines of uh, <laughs> of this show. Yeah, I usually we'll do a little small talk up front, but I have three pages of fucking notes to cover for this show, so maybe we should just hop into the that '70s show. Uh, Two hundred episodes aired on the Fox Network. Yeah, it, it, was, it was actually the second longest-running Fox sitcom behind. Well, I guess you're not counting The Simpsons as a sitcom, then. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> married well, with Children? Yeah, Married with Children. Got 11 seasons. Yeah, this aired from 98 to 2006. Got, got the oh, nice round 200. 1976 to 1980. Correct. Or, or, or it's like, <laughs> yeah, 1976 to... Uh, um, December 31st, uh, 1979, and uh, <laughs> how many seconds? <laughs> yeah. So I want to know your familiarity with the show. Did you watch it when it aired? Is this something you found later? I, I did watch, but I was not a, an avid watcher. I didn't watch all the time. It, it's just like I caught it here and there, and then, of course, in reruns uh, too. When you don't feel like getting out your old recorded beta tape of uh you know playboy after dark you watch this <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah this Be is a show yeah beta max kids go look it up um this is a show i i felt like i discovered for everyone that i knew i remember being like seeing the the pilot the first night it aired and going this is this is kind of something cool and a different and I remember telling my friends about it. I, I got my mom into the show because my mom wasn't really at this time like a TV watcher. She was still kind of out doing her party gallivanting and shit. Mm -hmm. I was old enough at this point to 
I'm going to leave the fat boy at home and go do what I want to do again, you know. So it was one of those things where I was like, Ma, you got to see this show, you know. And it, all my friends kind of started watching it. And it was one of those weird ones where it was just, be, you know, the adolescence, the, the age I was at. It was kind of the perfect time for me to experience a show like this. Yeah, by the, by the time the show was over, yeah, you were in your yeah. high school uh, days. One year out of high school when it ended. Ah, okay. So it was there for me throughout all those formative years. Formative <laughs> yes, yes. Formative years. <laughs> you were, were you around uh, 70s to? Well, I was not in high school in the 70s. <laughs> I, 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 I was in grammar school in the 70s. Okay. So authenticity. What do you think? Oh, no, de- definitely some authentic, you know, number one. The yeah, if you want to say the soundtrack to the show, mm-hmm. definitely that that was the music. So- now, interestingly, and and sadly, the original broadcast versions of this show had real licensed music, like mm-hmm. actual songs, a bunch of songs from the seventies. Sadly, uh, all of the reruns and the DVDs and all the Blu-rays, they've all changed out all those. You know the little the little dancing they do in the yeah in between the commercial breaks and all that they've changed all that music. Well, I, I think some of them, I guess they were able to get the rights to, but a, a good portion, no. Because I believe the commentary says that the only ones they really paid up for are the ones that play into the story or the moment. Right. Yeah. Like makes if sense. they reference ABBA in that scene, mm-hmm. and then they close it with an ABBA song, they paid for that. You know what I mean? Right. But or, if it or, wasn't or, relevant, or like they, the, the the second episode, they go to um, a Todd Rundgren uh, show, and right. and then on the way back, they're all singing, you know, like uh, you know, like uh, "Hello, it's me." It's like, it's like, oh, okay, uh, along with the radio. So they are. It was a big tie-in to that episode. So I noticed it with Kiss a lot too. There's a lot of Kiss references, and then they'll end it with a Kiss song. Mm-hmm. But I mean, again, I think some of them are probably a lot easier to license than others. <laughs> and a lot cheaper, I'm, you know. Yeah, and I'm, I'm surprised on the uh, Kiss ones because I, I, I know uh, <laughs> Gene likes his uh, his his money there. <laughs> Did they they might have guest starred at some point? I can't remember. I didn't rewatch them all this time, but I've seen it before. They might have been on there at one yeah, point. But uh, actually, you know, getting into the music uh, part of it though, what do you think of the theme song? Oh, the theme song is absolutely one of my favorites. And agree, and feels so authentic, right? Yeah. And the crazy part, it's yeah, it's from Cheap Trick. Eventually, um, not originally. Yeah, well, yeah, actually, yeah. Season one, it was uh, Todd Griffin, and then Cheap Trick from uh, season two through eight. Written which is by kind of fun. Alex Chifton and Chris Bell, apparently of a '70s band, which I'm not familiar with, called Big Star. Yeah, and it's, it's called In the Streets. Correct. But the 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 seasons two through eight, especially. When the song starts ending in, we're all all right, we're all all right, it just reminds me of Cheap Trick anyway, because like one yeah. of their more famous songs ends that way. Yeah, we're all all right, we're all And the, right. just the, the them driving in the car and the, the people in the car switching out, they're all yes. rocking out. It's just so, it just feels so authentic and, and fits this show really well. In the last season, I know they lost, which we'll talk about, they lost a few cast members and switched up some stuff. Some people who were side characters became main characters, new guys came in. So they Mm. changed up in what they call the circle, which whenever they're sitting downstairs smoking pot, they have the camera spin they do, and they did that for the opening theme for that final season. 
True, true, true. And, and yeah, like, and that's one of the key, if you want to say, ingredients of the show was like the circle and and the things they talk about. Especially Hyde would talk about a lot about, <laughs> okay, a car, but it runs on water. It's it's, it's fiberglass. <laughs> Well, why don't we talk about the basic setup of the show? Okay. So you so, have the Foreman family, Red and Kitty. Red and Kitty. Kind of your your typical 70s Nixon fan. <laughs> uh, real kind of hard-ass type. He fought in the war. Mm-hmm. He's got this young son who is, you know, kind of rebelling against that a little bit. He's a little softer. Well, a De- lot softer. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have the slutty daughter. Of course, you have to have the stereotypical slutty daughter in uh, Lori. Correct. And then you have the the main focus of the show, besides Eric and his family, are his group of friends that hang out in the basement. Correct. Including his next-door neighbor, Donna. Yeah, Laura Prepon, who younger people might know from Orange is the New Black, probably. Correct. But, Orange um, is the old hair color. <laughs> Orange is the old hair Blonde color. Blonde is the new hair color. Well, I, I don't know. Like, the, the, the latest... Uh, picture i've seen of her it's actually black is the new black i guess was she a brunette in orange is the new black i never watched that show so uh i she went think she might have been this show i you know what i only yeah. watched a couple of episodes of orange is the new black i i just i don't know i didn't get into it I'll, I'll probably give it a rewatch at some point but so among eric's friends you have kelso who's ashton kutcher the moron yep oh oh very much the, the, the moron <laughs> You have Jackie, who's Mila Kunis, who ironically eventually married Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher, yeah. And now g- going into Mila Kunis, uh, as far as she was only what, fourteen when 14 she got and lied about her age to get in this show. Like again, we're going back to uh, uh, watch F Troop here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they had a. They said they had a rule where they wanted all the act because of working hours, of course. And you have to have, if you have kids on set, you have to have classes and all that, and Correct. it cuts into your work schedule. Well, she lied and said, oh, yeah. She goes, I'm going to be 18 by the time the show. Or, or she said, I'll, I'll be 18 eventually. Yeah, yeah I'll be <laughs> event, 18 eventually for the show. So right. they're and thinking of, oh, well, she's <laughs> about to turn 18. It's like, no. It's right, like, right. well, that, that, that was on her radar a few years down the line. <laughs> Which makes it real awkward when you think about she was 14 and Ashton was 19. And they're yeah, got some pretty out. hot and heavy makeout scenes and all this stuff in there. But yeah, and it always like puzzled me because looking at her, wow, she looks so much younger than the other ones. Like she does, yeah. Going back, you can really tell, right? When you yeah. go back to the beginning, you go, yeah, I see it now. But but her attitude was the right attitude. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, yeah. That, she's that the more uptight, rich girl. Uptight, uh, yeah, all about herself, and you know, like uh, talks uh, a mile a minute. <laughs> Which she you had Hyde, to... played by Danny Masterson. Yes. How would you describe him best? Like, all about the conspiracies, anti-government. Oh, definitely. Kind he, of. He, he was like <laughs> he was also like the the toughest of them. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah he's, he's kind of the the one from the streets, I guess you'd yes. say. Yeah, because when when they showed Which... uh, the the episode where they're all recounting how they first met, like you know, each one of them, mm-hmm. uh, and Hyde. Eric actually paid him off to, like, you know, protect him on the way home because it was being bullied. And when, <laughs> when uh, they showed up at the house, Hyde was so, like, dirty that they had him take a bath with Eric. 
<laughs> Do you remember? Well, the whole thing with his parents is like his parents weren't there. His mom was kind of whatever. Yes. She was always working, didn't really pay attention. Do you remember who his parents were? Uh, and I'm trying to remember. He had now. a few different dads because I think there was a few guys you thought were his dad and then they disappeared. And then at the end, they give you the real dad. But do you know yes. who they were? They're like, actually like, both uh, 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 stars. Early on, I think one of the uh, proposed dads was Gary Cole, I believe, of Office uh, Office Space. I think the, that that oh, was one. Yeah, that that was yeah, one I of them. I think you're right. I yeah, he also right. does voices on uh, Family Guy and such, and he was also in uh, I think the uh, the Brady movies, the Brady Bunch movies. Um, you know who I, played his mom? I'm ch- I'm trying to remember now. We've talked uh, about her many a times, sitcom royalty, and you mentioned her show earlier, the yeah. other Fox show that went this much longer. Oh, uh, Married with Children? What, was it Katie Seagal? Katie Seagal played Hyde's mom. Okay. In only like one or two episodes early on, I think. And okay. then, of course, we got a few of Hyde's dads, but I think the one that you find out is the real dad was actually... Tim Reed. Tim Reed, yes. <laughs> from, from Venus Flytrap from WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, which is what's funny because I told you I watched that uh, Turkey Drop episode and I was like, yes. I didn't even know he was on this show. You know, I know him best from this show and from Sister Sister. He was the dad on that show. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah I knew him. Which and Tamara Mowry, which I watched when I was young. Yeah, and, and for me, you know, the, my best recollection of him is as Venus Flytrap from uh, – uh, WKRP. Lots of sitcom royalty in and out of the show, which I love. They're, oh, yeah. they're no stranger to the, hey, let's bring in the 70s icon to play themselves. Yeah. Well, and, and also, like, you know, 70s icons to play characters, too. Uh, yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So, so, such as Leo. Yes, Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong. Sir Thomas Chong, knighted <laughs> in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they ever knight them, boys? What the fuck? <laughs> And then, who uh, uh, I... missed out, unfortunately, on seasons five and six because he was in prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in fact, in, in season five, I think they were uh, trying to find him. <laughs> that was one of the uh, storylines. Cast members. Yes. Oh, Fez. We didn't mention Fez. Fez, which stands for? Foreign exchange student, because they never knew. The running joke is, where the hell are you from, Fez? Yep. Uh, uh, well, not, not just where are you from, but, like, his name. The first time he says his name... The school bell basically goes off at right. that point. And it's like we're gonna call you Fez, yeah, basically. <laughs> for an exchange, it's like Elf. Remember what Elf stood for on the Alien puppet show? Oh, oh, uh, uh, Alien life form. Alien life form. Same concept. Yep. <laughs> now this show was created by the Turners. You yes. know the other show that these people, the same creators, all created and produced the same the other show that we love. But we have not gotten to yet. Which is one of, I, I think, one of my higher sitcoms, too. Third Rock from the Sun. Yes, it's created by Mark, uh, do you say Brazil or Brazil? I, I Bonnie don't know. Turner he, and he's Terry got an extra Turner. L. <laughs> yeah, they were all producers on Third Rock from the Sun, which we will get to. We both love that show as well. Yeah. But Bonnie John and Terry Lithgow Turner. And Jane Curtin. And yeah. then Mar- Mark Brazil or Brazil. <laughs> now, this is also a weird one when it comes comes to director because i don't think we've covered any shows that have had this yet but are you familiar with david trainer the director for this show 
Uh, I know the name, and I'm, I I didn't look back at what he was uh, more famous for. Do you know what's bizarre about him and his relation to the show? I'm trying. He to... directed how many episodes we got, Nick? Uh, two hundred. He directed hundred and ninety nine of them, except the pilot. Except the pilot. That never fucking happens on sitcoms. I'll tell no, you what. <laughs> that's you true. You get a new director almost every fucking week sometimes. Yeah. Some shows they'll have like someone who did like 120 of, was it King of Queens had like the same guy did like 120 of Yeah, yeah, he, he was, the, if you want to say the bulk director, and right. then you know, right. or you'll have, have 70 ones. of 150 or something, but to do... 109 he took ownership of this show basically true and and uh, as we were talking actually before we went live the the pilot of that 70 show I, I I found it like it didn't really gain its footing it was you know it was introducing the characters again the you know the the uh the possible romance between Eric and Donna it was you know d- doing that but it didn't really seem to like I it wasn't one of my favorite pilots. But by I think it I think it did a good job of laying the footwork for what yeah. was to come though. But but by episode two, the first one <laughs> directed by David Trainer, it it hit its stride. Now, ironically, he must have been real close with these kids because he actually went on to also direct every single episode of The Ranch, which yes. starred Ashton Kutcher and and uh, Danny Masterson <laughs> and Danny Masterson. He he had episodes of Sybil. He did twenty three episodes of Sybil. He did twelve episodes of John, the John Larroquette show. Yeah, he did that, that forty five was... episodes of Boy Meets World. Oh wow! Sixty three episodes of Designing Women. Really? And also did the pilot for that eighty show. Oh, only the pilot though. Okay, probably a favor he was called in to do. It. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he'll be back for that 90s show. I kind of hope so, because if he's the one who has... If if you do that many episodes of the show, he did more than most of the actors. True. <laughs> you know? Yeah, be, because... There's actors that weren't in every episode of this show. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, some of them you know, were, if you want to say, missing for points in time and you know, due to contractual uh, obligations and, and such. I just thought that was cool, and I remember learning that um, the DVDs had the audio commentaries on several episodes here and there, and I, I'm huge into audio commentaries, especially if it's for something I really enjoy learning about behind mm-hmm. the scenes, and I remember going, wow, it's so unusual for one of these DVD commentaries to have the same guy direct all of these episodes, you know? Damn. Oh, so hopefully j- they do bring it back for that 90s show. I, I d- definitely hope so, but again, y- you and I have seen the... The, the the little tiny trailer there for that ninety show and eh, well, hopefully it's better hoping, than that. But yeah, we will. We're gonna give it a uh, little little time after it releases, and uh, we'll take in as many as we can and discuss it. Uh, I'm hoping. I'm, my fingers crossed. My yeah, fingers a- crossed. A- along with also the uh, what did Melissa Roch call it? The new boot uh, of uh, Night Court. Night Court. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so we'll be t- talking about these uh, coming up soon. Night Court is currently number one on my list that we're doing here. We at the end of every episode, we we are ranking our favorites, and Night Court is up there. So for that to be coming back, God, I hope it's good. I same here. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm scared. Uh, I need uh, my bowl and my Ross back. But now the writers I looked up on this show, the staff writers, I they really don't have that many other credits, which kind of surprised me. 
Hmm. The only one I saw of like they have one or two other shows. There was some show called Lab Rats that a bunch of the writers for this went on to. Uh, okay, Lab like Rats. I think was a Disney. I think it's that a was Disney a Disney show? or Nickelodeon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a it looked like a, a young younger show. Yeah. So I was like, huh, that's kind of strange that these people wouldn't have gone on to a lot. I did see a thing though. Will Forte was a writer on this for a handful of episodes, that's and apparently funny. turned down SNL originally to keep writing on this show. Wow, the the Turners actually, um, yeah, they they were actually uh, staff writers for SNL as well. <laughs> yep, and yep, and yep. and uh, one of their I guess um, friends slash uh, colleagues was uh, J- uh, Jan Hooks, who went on to oh, wow. SNL. <laughs> well, she was doing Third Rock too, right? Third Rock in the Sun. Uh Jan Hooks, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, and, have his last stuffs. Yeah, but 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 uh, Will said uh, he turned it down the first time. He said, "If I stay here, I have a job. My dream is to be on SNL. But if I go do it and I fail, the dream is dead. But if I turn it down, the dream is still out there." Mm. And he said, "Thank God they came back a second time and asked again." And he like couldn't turn it down a second time. So. Yeah. But oh, you know what? We're missing one other of the the circle, the later part of the circle. No, we're not missing anybody. Uh, Randy. No, we'll get to him. We'll get to him later. We'll discuss okay. that motherfucker later. Okay. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> there, there, there we go. That's right. Randy, sit your ass down and wait your turn. <laughs> sit there with Charlie, you motherfucker. All right. We'll get to you. <laughs> Got Bob and Midge as well, which I loved as as the Donna's parents were the yes. neighbors. And, Bob, and I was... thought was a great character. Midge, she kind of left for a while. That was Tanya Roberts, who we yes. sadly lost also. in twenty twenty one. She's gone. Uh, the actress who played Laura or Lori, sorry, the sister of Eric, she's also passed. passed. She died of yeah, a she, she was only forty three when she passed. Yeah. Um, if you do watch this show, you'll notice that Lori kind of comes and goes as it goes on. Yes. And that was because she had a, a pretty bad drug addiction. And, I mean, it was kind of them to go, you know, you go do you. And when you're ready, you come back. And they did that a few times. Um, sadly, they gave her her biggest storyline ever when she when she marry Fez to keep him in the country. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and- they, yeah, they, they first make out in the, the uh, or, or actually have sex in the van and then <laughs> like uh, <laughs> come back married. They end the season with a cliffhanger where the whole next season was supposed to be this storyline unfolding. And unfortunately, she relapsed. So they had to recast her with a different actress and basically just kind of rushed that uh, storyline along because they wanted to, well, we have a new actress. We don't want to waste all this time. Get rid of it. Boom. (laughs) And I don't think she ever came back to that role after that. I think it was that girl for a few. And then Lori was just kind of gone. Yeah, and in, in fact, it, they do mention her in the finale. I think in the fa- it's like, didn't we have a a daughter? <laughs> like speaking <laughs> of which, we we, <laughs> we talked about on the King of Queens episode how shitty it is to be a sister uh, on that yes, show because there we go. <laughs> they both had sisters that disappeared. Donna also had a sister on this show. Oh wow! In the first yeah. season that that just goes away. She was there for what two or three episodes, and then you That's never <laughs> ever hear about. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Yeah, she's just gone. 
<laughs> Donna. Her, she had a younger sister, this little blonde girl. One of the other ca- the, the main characters of this show. What was the model of Eric's car? The Vista Cruiser. Yep, the Vista Cruiser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of a main character on the show. It's in the theme song. It's all over. It's there yep. throughout the entire run. Yep, and, and in fact, apparently it's going to make a, at least a, an appearance or so in that 90s show. I, he probably I, uh, gives it to their daughter. I saw the new girl's name, which it fits in with Eric's character. You remember their their new daughter's name? Uh, I don't remember. He's obsessed with Star Wars. Their daughter's oh, name is Leia. Oh, Leia, right? Yeah. yeah, Leia. I was like, I, oh, that's fun. I think in the in the preview, they're sitting on top of the hood of that car, aren't they? Yeah. Eric and Donna. But yeah, I'll uh, how yeah Eric and Donna yeah, the old days. There was a, a ranking on. Um, I'm trying to remember where it was. It was like the third most. Oh, here it is. Uh, like iconic yes, TV car. <laughs> yeah, like basically like the number three TV car. Number three, really? Yeah. The General Lee, the Batmobile, all that shit. I know. I don't know about number three, but I think it's 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 very integral to this show. True, and and that's the thing where it, it's uh yeah like so much happens because of or around or in the cruiser. So do do, do you know where the Vista is now? It better be in the Smithsonian. No. <laughs> what? Uh, Wilder Valderrama uh, actually bought it. Oh wow! Five hundred dollars. Wow, that's a good deal, I guess. But, yeah, okay, here it was. August 2009, the show's Vista Cruiser was named the third greatest television car ever by MSN Autos. So I was like, oh, okay. Like you said, you know, the Batmobile. <laughs> it's like, the, the hell, the, uh, the Green Hornet's uh, car, the Black Beauty. It's like. Okay, there's a lot of uh, really cool Night cars in television. Night, yeah, Kit. It's like, come on now. Hell, hell even Jim, even so Jim Rockford's car. We talked was, about the uh, Monsters car. The Monsters car, Starsky and Hutch. It's like there, there are a lot of like big cars, yeah, you know, like in the series, especially I think in the seventies too. But, so do you have um, any favorite episodes of this show that you watched? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm trying trying to think what my favorite ones like. I'm gonna again, guess the, the, none of them were in season eight, but you no, know, <laughs> except the the only good thing in season eight was the finale. The finale was was good, but it was also a, a lot of like, yeah, it was kind of not clip show total, but yeah, showing us back, you know. There's a channel where they do they pick one episode of a show and kind of say why it's the best or why it saved the show. Mm. And that they theirs was very clickbaity and labeled the episode that saved that 70s show. And that was and, the finale. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? And Come I on. was like, I guess. But I don't I mean, it's a decent finale. I don't think it's an amazing. Finale. No, that that's the thing. It's like it, it, it was it was nice, you know, a little heartwarming as far as like, oh, OK, you know, yeah, we, we get a return of Eric. What when you like he. It looked like he wasn't going to come back. And also uh, Fez and Jackie actually, you know, like finally hook up. 
It, it, like, you know, they, they're just. Yeah. Jackie they, really they, ran the gamut on this show. I don't. Of the three, of Fez, Fez, Hyde, or Kelso, who do you think was the best match for Jackie? Truthfully, I, I think, as strange as it sounds, Kelso. <laughs> Where does it sound? It's like, even though, like, you know, Hyde was the, you know, the, 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 the more deep, as she said. Like, I don't know, just the, the relationship didn't really, I don't know, it didn't seem to work for me. <laughs> Yeah, f- f- and it f- came in like season five, four or five, so we'd already seen her with Kelso for so long. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is neither neither her nor Kelso were mature in any fashion at all, so it was like exactly that's you why des- you deserve each other, and you're fucking getting cheated on right. all the time, and yeah. But when she ended up with Fez, you go, what the fuck? Like now they're just reaching. It's like when they hooked up yeah. Rachel and Joey in the last season of Friends or whatever, and you're like, no. <laughs> now you're just fucking you're desperate for stories here exactly it's one thing if two characters just fuck and you have a drunken night and you fuck you hook up okay you move on you don't fucking make a whole relationship arc out of this shit like mm. they were a couple right at the end of the show oh yeah Fe- Fez and Jackie yeah I won't saw yeah. but in the new one I wonder it looks like she may have gone back to Kelso Cause I looked in the credits cause I like to see, I was trying to see if any of the kids in that 90 show were, cause remember Kelso had a baby with the uh, right. Shannon Elizabeth in one season. It's like, well, I kind of no, wondered didn't. if any of these kids on the new show are going to be besides Eric and Donna's kids, if it was going to be any of their kids, but they were smart True. on, on the IMDB page. They only put the kids first names. Ah, not the last, okay. but Jackie is still labeled as Jackie Burkhart. So you would assume she's not married in the new show, but true. That could also yeah, she, be a so little she hiding, may not have, mm-hmm. hiding the the fact that they're married. So you got to think about these things. Some people don't really think about this. <laughs> some casting people do some or some whoever the fuck making their, you know, their IMDB pages. Mm. When going to red, you know, Eric's father, do you know who the producers actually wanted for the role? I do Chuck Norris <laughs> Chuck Norris now thank God that he was unavailable because he was still doing um Walker, Walker Texas, Texas Ranger. Ranger at the time yeah can you imagine yeah, but, would have been a very but, different character but the funny thing uh red you know uh again performed uh by Kurtwood Smith Kurtwood Smith was the only person actually from Wisconsin <laughs> on the show is um Chuck Norris is ginger right so I wonder I if they call so. them. I wonder if they call them Red because they wanted him to be a ginger. Ah, that's possible. I mean, I played a Red, so it's not necessarily related to <laughs> that. No, but, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I got to ask you, what were some of your favorite like cameos by like uh, other stars there? There's a lot of good ones in this show. Like I said, a lot of the 70s actors come back. I wrote down a list of all the people that just kind of popped up and shit that I was watching. Mm-hmm. And we got we got a lot of the Mary Tyler Moore cast in here, which we, we covered that show, and we love that show. Correct. Uh, Gavin McLeod was in here. Betty White, Mary Tyler Moore herself was in here. We had Tom Poston, who we discussed in the Newhart. Oh, right. Bob Newhart yes. show. Uh, James Avery popped up for several episodes. The, he was Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. Who, did I tell you before that 
I didn't know it until I was much older, but did you know that he was the voice actor for Shredder on the Ninja Turtles? That, you had actually mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, like, that's Uncle oh. Phil. And then once you hear it, you can never unhear it. Uh, Howard <laughs> Hessman actually popped up in here, who we talked about a lot when we did his memorial episode of uh, Head of the Class. Well, yeah, and, and it's kind of unique being you have both Howard Hessman and, and Tim, Tim Reed. Tim Reed, <laughs> yep. Uh, Allison Hannigan popped up in here, which I never seen her show, but of course, best known for what, how I met your mother probably now. Correct. Best known for me from American and, Pie. And, and also, uh, for, you know, if you still want to see her, like, um, she's the host for Penn and, uh, Teller Fool Us. Oh yeah. I've seen a the, few clips the, the, of that. Yeah. 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 The, the, the magic show, uh, Danny Bonaducci, like I said, was on the, the, episode where he worked at the burger joint mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of great we talked about uh on, we did kids in the hall pastor dave uh what the fuck's that actor's name uh pastor, which i did watch the first couple couple episodes of the new kids in the hall after we discussed it again and oh yeah i could have gone without seeing pastor dave's dick i tell you that <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah that part of things yeah why am i looking say. at dave foley and this guy's dick the show had a lot of great side characters that would reoccur. Like I thought Rhonda was funnier and shit. Big Rhonda. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, of course, Pastor Dave, Leo, we'd mentioned uh, Caroline, the crazy girlfriend of Fez there for a while. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, Mitch was Seth Green, who was kind of like wanted to be in the group, but they never would accept him. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of great side characters in there. Oh, oh you, you know, it was a uh, uh, another uh, <laughs> speaking of Canadian. But what, one of uh, the you didn't the say it episode, right Canadian, eh? Eh. <laughs> the, the 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 one where they go to Canada, that 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 was a great one, eh? I'm trying to remember who was at the border. It was well one of the Mounties, like at the border. Right. Yeah. D- Dave Thomas of SCTV yes, fame, Thomas. Bob 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 and Doug McKenzie, uh, <laughs> the McKenzie brothers. Which, when I was a kid, I think he was one of the main actors on Grace Under Fire, right? Yeah, I think he was. Yes, that's how I knew him because my my grandma loved that show when it was on Grace Under Fire, which I'm sure we'll get to eventually. Oh, what was it? Brett Butler was the uh, yep. lead on that one. Yeah, that that, yep. that was actually a good show. Like it was just kind of like all of a sudden it wasn't there. <laughs> it's like oh yeah. okay, <laughs> but um yeah, that I, one I popped up that. somewhere too. It's streaming again somewhere because I was like oh I forgot yeah. about that show. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's what we should definitely uh, take on again. But like, uh, but going to your favorite episodes, I'm I'm curious because, again, I liked a lot of different episodes. I don't know if I necessarily have a like one favorite. Yeah, one. I don't know if I have a favorite either. Yeah, the, the, a lot of them are are just so good. It, it, this is a show where it's really it's not always about what's happening in the show. It's it's a character relationship show, which are some of my favorites. Definitely. It's all about the interplay with the characters, the jokes, the sitting in the smirk, the circle, getting high and the burns burn. <laughs> oh, yeah. And in fact, uh, I love the one with Kelso when uh, finally Shannon Elizabeth. Um, I, f- I forget what I think her name was Brooke or something or other. Uh, yeah. When she finally admits that, yes, she she actually hooked up you know, with Kelso because now she's pregnant. He. 
goes to everyone in the circle, bird, and then he runs outside, <laughs> comes back in the house <laughs> to pa- to pass Red and Kitty. Yeah, burn, burn, and then, <laughs> and then comes back to the circle. <laughs> I I think one episode that stood out to me that I remember re- being really funny, but I didn't revisit this time. Uh, was the one with Brittany Daniels plays Eric's cousin, who's like a smoking hot blonde. Oh yes, that was a good one. <laughs> where she she was Pret- trying pretends. to. I'm yeah. Going. Well, she wanted she was basically tells him that she was adopted, and that oh we're not really blood, and then kind of goes on to seduce him almost. Yeah. And at the moment when he's finally like, am I gonna fuck my cousin? Red kind of comes in and. She's yeah. like, oh my red, god, red he's trying to touch me, Uncle yeah. Red. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and the whole reason was when when they were much younger, yeah. Eric Eric and his friends used to basically torment her. Like they they trapped her in a revolving door <laughs> and where where she she threw up and she had to keep going through her own vomit. <laughs> that was I remember that being and, a really uh, funny episode. I actually like that actress a lot. She's in um like Club Dreads, one of my favorite movies. Which is from the oh, Broken okay. Lizard guys who did like yes, Super Broken Troopers Lizard. and stuff. Do you know what show she went on to star in after this show? No. She starred in a sitcom that you love. It's called That 80s Show. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> she was one of the leads on That 80s Show. She actually has a twin sister that used to act with her, but I don't think her sister enjoyed acting much. So she kind of got it. Disappeared. So her, a lot of her early stuff is her and her twin sister because they were hot twins. And then yeah. it became her more of, you know, being a legit actress, which is cool. And she's very funny. Very funny in this, very funny <laughs> in Club Dread. Actually, she's probably one of the best parts of um of that 80s show, along with the father from uh, Unhappily Ever After was on there. Yeah. I'm the one who talks the, to the bunny. <laughs> yeah. And the, the girl who starred in... Uh, not another teen movie and which I've totally forgotten until recently that he was the main character on that 80s show was Dennis from um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, he's the main actor of that fucking show. Sam, it's got some talent on there. It just didn't do well. (laughs) Yeah. You know what the original titles of this while we're going to be. Yeah, they were all who related, like teenage wasteland, and um, the kids are all right. Kids are all right, and basically, yeah, be- they couldn't get the rights to like those who songs, and it's like yeah, it okay. sounded like they wanted the title to be the theme song, so and maybe they wanted yes. the who for the theme song, right? So they couldn't get those, so again, became that '70s show. But start starting in season five, okay, they couldn't get. Yeah, they couldn't name it Teenage Wasteland, the show. They couldn't name it The Kids Are All Right. But starting in season five. Name the episodes that? Yeah, they started naming the episodes after the one season was Who Songs. Another season was Zeppelin Songs. Another Hmm. season was Stone Songs. And the, uh, the last season, except the finale, were Queen Songs. Let me see if they're listed on here. I don't know if they have the episode names on here or not. Uh, okay. Let's see. This is season. You said it started in season five. I believe it was season five when it started because I, the four I remember are, the Who, Zeppelin, Going to California. I that's, can't quit you, that's baby. Zeppelin. 
That's Zeppelin. What is and what should never be? Heartbreaker, yep. Ramble On. Those are all season five episodes. All... Season okay, six... that's the Zeppelin ones. Season six are The Kids Are All Right, Joined Together, Magic Bus, The Acid Queen, I'm Free. Okay. Yep. Those are the Who songs. So they drop those. All right. Season seven, Time Is On My Side. Let's spend the, the night together. together. I can't get no <laughs> satisfaction. Beast yep. of Burden. It's only rock and roll. Okay. Yep. 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 And season and then, eight. Oh, I know this one. You said Queen. Bohemian Rhapsody. Somebody to love. You're my best friend. Misfire. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, Never noticed so, that. Never really looked at the title, though, I guess. Yeah. And, and, and it was weird when I was looking up the different episodes, like, you know, as I was watching and I'm like getting into the yeah, like the fifth. I'm like, wait a second, wait. That I know that's a Zeppelin's. Oh wait, that's a Zeppelin's. Oh my god, the whole season is Zeppelin songs. Well, you know how it works with the show with the dates and stuff too. So it takes place from 1976 to, through 1979. Ends like we said on New Year's. Do you know how to yes. tell what year or what season the show is? A license plate. Yeah, they show that license plate at the very end with the created by. Each two seasons is one year. Right. So each right. season is half a year, calendar year. Do, do we get into some of the the dark side of, of things? Yeah. Do, you know, do, do we start Charlie Browning? There's one, <laughs> there, there is one thing I really hate about this show. I call it season eight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That, that, that in itself is just, oh. I don't know. We'll get to Roseanne eventually, but for me, season eight or season nine of Roseanne is one of the worst seasons of television ever made. Yeah. This is not too far behind that as far as character choices, True. story choices. And you go, really? The same guy was in charge of this shit. Yeah. And yeah, br bringing in another character so, to sort of replace another. Well, so here's yeah, the air thing quote is, on the replace. Eric is the star of the show. Everything kind of revolves around him, his family, and his friends, as we've discussed. Correct. I don't know why. If you're only going to do one more season, fucking, why can't you just stick around, my friend? One more. You couldn't do one more season. One more was, season. He was eager to go do, be a movie star, basically. He thought yeah. he was going to go off. I think that Spider-Man 3 was his first big foray into film, if I remember right. Yeah, he, yep. played, uh, he, he Venom played Venom or Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock slash Venom. Yep. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I guess people were knocking on his door. He wanted to go do film and couldn't sign for that last season. So they brought in this character named Charlie, and this is kind of toward the end of the seventh season, I think. Charlie comes in for mm -hmm. three or four episodes, and it's what's the actor's name? Which I actually really like him from other shit. I just don't. Uh, Josh Myers. No, not he's not there yet. He's not Charlie. Brett Harrison. Oh, 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 Charlie. Oh, oh, Char Charlie. That was the. Uh, Brett Harrison is the actor, which I actually Harrison. really okay. like him from. Which I don't think you've seen Grounded for Life, but it's actually a show I really enjoyed. And he was like the, the nerdy the, neighbor kid. Yeah, the, the the Grounded for Life one. That's the one I was Donald thinking of Logue? actually before too. Um, what what the hell is the lead actor? Donald Logue. Logue, yeah. The redhead guy. From everything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and his he, wife his wife on there was uh from, you know, the David Spade show, Rules of Engagement and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh so Brett Harrison, I really like the actor. They bring him in here as this character named Charlie, and they kind of start trying to set him up as an Eric Light 
like, oh, Eric's going to leave. We start talking about Eric mm-hmm. leaving. And then you bring this guy in and he's kind of acting the same. And then Eric leaves and we, we go into the ninth or the eighth season. I keep thinking nine because I feel associate nine with shitty seasons because of Roseanne. But yeah. eighth season. And I guess this B- Brett Harrison got another job. He had like a lead on a show and he was like, I can't do it. <laughs> so after they build him up for a few episodes, he's like, I'm going to go. So they kill him off instantly. <laughs> they kill him. Eric's gone. They kill his replacement and they bring in fucking uh, Josh Myers. I keep wanting to say Myers. Seth Myers. Josh, yeah, Josh Myers as Randy Pearson. Now, the worst fucking idea I've ever heard. He was not supposed to be Randy Pearson. He was originally going to be Eric Foreman. Yes. An they actual gonna just literally change recast, the actor. Yeah. Recast the actor. For him to play Eric Foreman, yeah. can you fucking imagine? <laughs> no. <laughs> as bad as no, this and is, it would have been worse. It, oh, it could have really been worse. And when they did that, they were saying that they, they, they thought a, a lot of the fans, particularly fans also of Topher Grace, would be very upset if they just kind of recast Eric. <laughs> well, the same season they had just recast the do- the sister, Lori, with a new actress, mm-hmm. and basically they said, "Well, we didn't get that much flack for it because Lori's not a main character of the fucking show." No, that she's exactly she's not even in. She, she's well, she, in and out. She's in maybe forty like percent of the episodes, if that, if that. May, no, I don't think even that. Yeah, like. <laughs> What the fuck? They're like, yeah, we're gonna recast our main guy oh, with. I I I got what Brett Har- Brett Harrison was offered a lead in in the series The Loop. That's why the he loop. wound up. That leaving. was the airport show, I think he did or something. Yes, yes. I think that was another Fox show that di- didn't even last a season, or maybe lasted one nope. season. I don't think it even lasted a season. <laughs> <laughs> so it's. It's just like you're tr- why the fuck do you do you, th- you already have all these characters that are so good. The worst thing you can do is bring somebody in after seven seasons and try to make us give a shit. Especially mm. when you already have 10 characters that we all like. Why are you focusing on this new guy, you know? Yeah, and do, do you remember the other character that like came in at this time too? that came in well we lost uh, kelso did four episodes i think and then left and then came back for the finale so he only finale right he wasn't there for most of this season either so you lost eric and kelso who was the other one that came in you're saying samantha oh as hides he married a stripper in vegas because yep he thought Jackie cheated on him with kelso it's just fucking stupid yeah like exactly It, it just Started just spinning off in any direction, and it was just like, okay, the show lost. Yeah, you know, and she was, was horrible. Yeah, and uh, she, she was, was not an interesting. She was hot, but she was not an interesting character in any way. She, she was played by Jude Taylor. G- going to Josh Myers, you know who he's related to, right? You said Josh Myers, Seth Myers, yeah, the yeah. talk show host. Yep, late night. I yeah. confused them a lot. One of them was on. One of them was on Mad TV, which has got to be this guy because this is a Fox show. Right. I think I think Josh Myers was on Mad TV and then Seth Myers was on SNL. 
Yes. Yeah, Seth Meyer was SNL. So this guy had a relationship with Fox, which is why he was probably brought over from Mad TV, which right. I remember him being okay on Mad TV. Yeah, no, not on Mad TV. Yeah, fine. But here, no. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He joined the cast of Mad TV in 2002. Because they were another one of those brother uh, duos that were kind of everywhere at that time. It is kind of funny to have one of them on Mad TV, one of them on Saturday Night Live. On SNL. Hyde, we haven't mentioned his brother, who has also made an appearance in the show, Chris Masterson, who was the lead on Melko in the Middle. He was the oldest brother, Francis. Yes. Of course, um, if you want to look at what's happening with Danny Masterson right now and why he won't be appearing on that 90s show, go ahead and Google him. (laughs) Again, this is is the dark turn now. These are our Charlie Brown moments. I only watched, I think, yeah, the d- first season of The Ranch, too, but at some point he got, he left that show, right? Because he, uh, no, because he of, was let go from that show. Because well, I mean, of, he owned, didn't he own it? He created it, I thought, but maybe not. He might have been one of the ones behind it, but yeah, he, he was uh, let go from that show. They're like, get the fuck out so we can keep going. <laughs> yeah. Basically, the Roseanne and, uh, situation. Different yeah, but, reasons. But, uh, but, anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah D- Danny Masterson. Yeah, he uh, had some troubles, uh, basically accused of sexual assault, he, like and and multiple people coming uh, coming forward saying so. Now, apparently, the uh, the case it went to a, uh, a mistrial. mistrial. Yeah, actually, so it is going to be retried in. Do you remember who uh, his wife uh, is in real life? We've we've talked about her show. Uh, uh, Brittany, what the hell is her name? She was Hope's mom on Raising Hope. Bijou Phillips. Yeah, she was Hope's mom on Raising Hope, which is another show we covered. Yes, a great show. (laughs) Great show. But, yeah, so so that's, yeah, Danny, his sister, and I think his brother uh, have been members of the Church of Scientology. And you know who else from the cast was? Oh, who? You you actually had another member. It's not going to be Ashton or Mila. It's not going to be Red and Kitty. Um, I would say Wilmer. Nope, Laura Prepon. Really? Yeah. Wow. But she has since left. I mean, so, think about how know. much fucking power they have in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. I like, feel like <laughs> one of the. I don't want to say smartest, but one of the most powerful moves you can probably do if you're a star in Hollywood is fucking become a Scientologist. As sad as it is to say, like, yeah, again, again we, like we Jason go into Lee the was a scientist. Is he still a Scientologist? I think he is. Jason Lee. I don't know. Jason Lee. Is, is he still? And I go, really? Mm-hmm. You look at these people that you look up to and you think they're so smart and you just, you go, they can't be uh, in it because they believe this bullshit. There has to be something with the power and the connections. It can you cannot tell me that Jason Lee, this man I think is a fucking genius, believes this shit. There's no way. There's uh, no fucking way. Well, again, you know, like our last episode, Christy Alley. Yeah, and again, it's it's got to be the yeah. power. It's got to be the connection. Yeah. It's got to be the power. And it's only a church because of the fucking tax write-offs. I guarantee it. 
That's the yeah, only. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot out there, though. S- same thing. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, like, yeah, uh, under the umbrella of church. Yeah, where it's not really a church. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that, 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 those are our, our, our dark, dark sides. I think. That of, said, uh, if I ever get famous enough, hey, Scientology, hook me up. Uh, I would love to come out. Nanu, <laughs> 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 nanu, whatever the fuck you guys do, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Lord, Lord Zenu, Lord Zenu. Oh, that's the one. Uh, my bad. Uh, yeah, Zenu. <laughs> I was trying to keep it sitcom related. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mork. Uh, that, 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 that's a great sh- uh, show at some point. We gotta, uh, I'm get, Mork get from into. Pork. <laughs> I'm Mork from Pork. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, God. Yeah, God, it reminds me of uh, Star Wars for, for a second. It's like, yeah, well, why is the fat guy's name Porkins? <laughs> why the hell is he saying? And of course, who, who's like, like, like one of the first guys to die? The fat guy, Porkins. <laughs> uh, <we> <laughs> One thing I do love about this show is um, even when they know they're doing sitcom, like, stereotypical things. Like, how many times have we discussed, like, oh, a show will have a baby, and then you never see the baby until the baby's integral to the story. When Rachel on right. Friends had a baby, you only saw that fucking baby when it was part of the story. This one, I yep. remember they had the dog. Uh, season five, I think they they get a dog, and the dog is just never there. Two seasons, the dog shows up again, and Eric literally looks at uh, oh. at Kitty holding this dog. And goes, we still have Shotzi. She goes, <laughs> yeah, he's been around. And he goes, where? She goes, under the house. <laughs> like <he's> under the <laughs> house. <laughs> and Red goes, yeah, the poor little guy is afraid of the garden hose. So they just completely acknowledge as a joke the fact that this dog only shows up when we need it. And those are the kind of exactly. little, the little inside jokes the show will do that I really appreciate. Um, even like the Halloween episode I watched today, the, the one with the Hitchcock references. The whole episode was a Halloween episode. Yeah. And there's a million and one Hitchcock references in it. You got the kitty with the 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 crows, the the birds next door. Yep. You got the um uh Wilmer uh, Fez breaks his leg. He's doing the rear window watching <laughs> Bob thinking that he killed Midge. You got uh Eric has vertigo from almost falling off the roof. And there's all these little things. You got Kelso in the shower when Lori comes in and she's like hitting him with the um the loofah. And it's like a, a <laughs> psycho reference. This is really cool. The the plane that attacks him in the yard is the, you know, North by Northwest. Northwest. <laughs> and, you know, I think that's something that's interesting about the show is the the time frame of the references. They try to keep them to things that are seventies and prior. Correct. You know, so yeah, I, I, I think they did a good job of that. Yeah. And not doing like, Oh, Hey, you know, like the, the people that are like, Hey, that, that device wasn't available uh, at that point. I think they pretty much had a good handle on, what was and wasn't yeah. available at the time or what was in the mainstream uh, consciousness at On, the time. Uh, like Deer Camp 86, coming soon to hopefully every platform near you. Um, Deer Camp 86, <laughs> it takes place in the 80s. So I remember being on set, and this had to be the same kind of shit for them because it was annoying as hell. But, you know, I'd have my cell phone in my pocket. And right. the director or the, the, the set decorator, who whoever, would come up and go, we can see your outline of your cell phone in your pocket. You got to get rid of that or whatever. You go, right. oh, right, right. So shit like that, I'm sure that was all over this set, trying to keep that kind of stuff. 
Of course. Although not that cell phones were completely relevant in 97 to 06 yet, but I had a, I had a cell phone, I think in eighth grade, little flip phone. Come pick me me up from the football game. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) I I, I didn't get one until I was what? 32 or 33. (laughs) Yeah. I, I got my mom's old cell phone. It was a flip phone. I was in eighth grade. That was probably about two, 2000. Yeah. About 2000. (laughs) <laughs> and they were only this big and they sucked you had to pull the fucking antenna out <laughs> a foot to get any service yeah. <laughs> hold it up uh. but yeah so yeah I'm sure there was a lot of uh, that stuff where it's like these, this certain style of headphone didn't exist until the 80s so we can't use that and it probably would have actually been pretty fun to decorate this set I, I noticed a oh, lot yeah. of like, the blankets and the wall decor are weird things that I kind of remember from my grandma's houses you know growing up <laughs> a lot of that shit. They pulled out a blanket in one earlier, and I was like, I swear I still had that blanket. That was my grandma's. You know what I mean? Like these nice. like crocheted 70s colors, orange and yellow. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite that, things about this show is the camera work. We talked about the circle. When they're sitting in the circle, the correct. camera moving around, that became like an iconic thing for this show. But you also have whenever they were stoned and they're in the kitchen, and the kitchen wall and is behind them. Moving, you know, shit like that. <laughs> I really love that stuff. The like the, the dancing interstitials for the commercial breaks. Yes. all those little things became so iconic from this show. And and of course, the the one thing we mentioned at the beginning, you know, like and Red's, you know, like uh, <laughs> you know, always threatening to you know sh- shove his foot up someone's ass. Yeah. Of which I think it was the last episode when uh, they they ask Red. I think I think it oh, was. Oh, have you ever um, actually done that? Is that what he says? Have you ever done that? Yeah, once. Yeah, I, I can't talk about that. Like, like basically, it <laughs> happened in the war. <laughs> well, even in the preview for the '90s show, Eric's talking about I'm going to stand behind my daughter, and he goes, "Standing behind your kid is a great idea because it makes it that much easier to put your foot up their ass or something like that." <laughs> they're all like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Do you have any other episodes you wanted to touch on that you thought were important? See, um, like I said, you have one of them where they were talking about how they all met each other, which I think was really cool. Uh, there, there was the, the, the one with uh, Shannon Elizabeth. There was the she one. She was with, in a handful of them, I think. Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah. her first appearance. They throw in Lisa one. Robin Kelly was the name of the sister. Lori. Lori. Yeah. The one who died of the OD. Yeah, after she was replaced, she died of a drug overdose. So, but um, oh, the one episode, the, there was the one where uh, where where, where Donna's uh, <laughs> Donna's mooning in the uh, in the yearbook. Mm, that, yes, that, that was a good one. <laughs> the uh, one I remember really liking is also where they go streaking. They want to go streaking at the um, mm. was it Ford? Ford came to town. President Ford and yeah, Gerald uh, Ford, yeah. Bob asks um, Red to ask a question to the president, and all the boys are like, let's go streaking during the thing. But they all chicken out except for Eric. Of course. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. Oh, you know, you know it's one of the ones I mentioned before, when they actually go to the cabin, that was actually pretty funny because I don't know how many times uh, one, one of the um, running gags is also, uh, you know, Kelso is so stupid that Hyde basically like hits him in the face many times. 
Like, yeah. uh, or, or like, he hits him to hit him to hit himself in the face. Ow! Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like my eye. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, always, <laughs> you know, whenever they're wrestling, it's always my eye. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but like, like I don't know how many times like it's like yeah, like my hand like fits my whole face, and like Kelso's like yeah, I don't mind, <laughs> and of course hide. <laughs> Yeah, and that was the episode where he gets his hand stuck also in the vase, <laughs> and at different times like, oh, you know what? There's a uh, th- there's writing on the bottom of the vase. So Kelso's like, really? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like how many times have they fallen off the fucking water tower? Oh, uh, uh, particularly Kelso. Well, and that was the that was the only was the that was that the only the funny most. thing that came out of the Charlie bullshit was. Yes. That's how they kill him, is he falls off the water tower and dies. And he's the only one to die from it. <laughs> he falls, and they go, you know, Donna's like, that was a pretty awkward landing. I hope he's okay. And Kelso's like, nobody ever died falling off the water tower, because he's fallen off it a million times. And then it, like, well, we'll basically die, yeah. cuts to Kitty going, and now they call it the Brett Harrison Memorial Water Tower. You know? <laughs> I wish uh, they had oh, the and, uh, fucking uh, Randy Pearson Memorial Water Tower too. <laughs> yeah, just just not a good character, not a good performance. You know, yeah. I I think that the the first there's eight seasons. The first six and six and a quarter, you know, of this show are some of the best. Yes. The definitely. last one and a two, Couple, one and yeah. three because then they start building up toward Eric leaving, and it's a lot of kind yes. of melodrama bullshit. Yeah, like, it, it, it's 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 that part, and then the as we you've already pointed out the flaws of season eight. It's kind of like what we talked about. Um, different strokes. That was a great show up to a point, and then it went mm-hmm. like two seasons too long. You Correct. know, and I think this is almost the same thing. You have these characters yeah. that you love still. But they're not really acting like themselves. They're not really doing the same shit. They're they're really reaching for stories. When you don't really need yeah, to reach they, for stories in a show like this, just put them in a room together and be funny. Yeah. Uh, the characters and their relation with each other. That's that's the show. You don't need to build a bunch of other stuff. And to be clear, and, you know, the last throw season in some extra characters. You know, the last season wouldn't be so disappointing if the first so many weren't so good. True. Hmm. Okay, I think we're, we're we're getting to the point of where does this rank for you? Yeah. So yeah. I um. <laughs> on, on your list mm-hmm. of the top uh, <laughs> and bottom uh, <laughs> sitcom. Oh, I get to be the top and the bottom. Woohoo! Dreams come true. Where do you think this falls for you? This is a tough choice, sir. So my top five, Night Court, The King of Queens, News Radio, Friends, and Raising Hope. Yes. Correct. This is going to go into my top five. Wow. Okay. Top five. Where in the five? Night Court is my number one. And I think Night Court overall is a better show i don't think there's a whole season where i go that fucking sucked no the king of queens i love until the end until the end they also drop the ball at the end the very like not the whole season though just the last few episodes 
It's weird too because this is a favorites list, and I think News Radio overall is still a better show consistently mm-hmm. than this and the King of Queens. I think I'm going to shock you, and I'm going to put this that '70s show at number two. Wow. Okay, I am surprised. Me too. I really want to. I almost want to put it at number one until you get to the end there, and they just fucking fumbled it so badly. Yeah. Night Court has bad episodes, but they don't have entirely bad seasons. <laughs> right. Now, now my top five are uh, Raymond, Modern Family, Mary Tyler Moore, Honeymooners, and Friends. I for me, this doesn't crack the top five. Uh, once we get I kind of thought you might like this better than Friends, to be honest. Nah, Friends has a little more staying power, but I'm actually... If only they had Randy. (laughs) Can you imagine they added Randy Pearson to Friends? (laughs) Oh, no. Oof. I am actually going to put this between King of Queens and F Troop which I have to redo the numbers on here, but it's like, like 12. Okay. Like that. Okay. This one, like I said, it hit me at the right time. I think in my, my youth, it came out the right time for me to grow up with. Right. I'm, you know, I, like I said, I graduated 2005. This ended in 06. So it's right there in my, in my sweet spot to kind of relate. I think. Correct. Um, And and for, for, for me, there was a lot, I can relate to just, you know, growing up in the seventies, you know, like as, as a kid. But I think it's hard to argue that red kitty, Eric, Donna, Jackie, Kelso, Hyde, Fez. I think they're all great characters. Yes. So yeah. Number two for me. And I, I really wanted to put it at number one. I really thought about it, but the more I looked at night court, I go, I, I can't disown an entire season of Night Court, even though the cast changes every time. Almost every season, the fucking cast changed on yes. Night Court. And they Truthfully. did it better than this fucking show did in one season. Oh, b- b- big, big time. <laughs> you had the three but, constants on Night Court with uh, Dan, Bull, and Harry. They were the only yep. three that were there the entire time. So the fact that yep. that show handled it better over and over and over and over again than this show like, did yeah, for like, one year. Yes, the second uh, bailiff, the uh, defense attorney, yeah, like th- th- those all changed over time, like m- multiple times. Yeah. Now this show, show takes place in Wisconsin. Can you name any other sitcoms that take place in Wisconsin? Uh, let's see, was there something about cheese? Well, no, I, I, I'll say <laughs> Laverne and Shirley. That's this is uh, Point Place, ones. Wisconsin, which is a made-up town, apparently. Mm. Yes, Laverne but, and Shirley. Took place Early. in and, and of course, Milwaukee. Milwaukee, which also was the place of Happy Days. <laughs> happy Days, yep, Milwaukee. Min- I don't think we've covered any of these other shows. Okay, I was going to say, I'm like, Mary Tyler Moore was Minnesota. <laughs> I'm, I'm According to, to Wikipedia, you got The Adventures in Dairyland, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. says set in Milwaukee and several other fictional cities, Aliens in America. Uh, American Dreamer, which are shows I'm not familiar with. The George Went Show was in Madison. Live and oh, Maddie. Okay. Uh, Raising Miranda. Step by Step was in Point, Port Washington. Supernatural okay. says several episodes set in various Wisconsin towns. Life with Louie, 
So it says set in the fictional town of Cedar Knoll, Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, the Norm Macdonald show, A Minute with Stan Hooper, which we briefly discussed. Oh, okay. Picket Fences and The Young and the Restless. Ah, okay. But as, as, as far as like the, the, the key sitcoms, I, th- I think we... Uh, Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley, yeah. Sorry. Like, were the two that the, I thought were sure two. You, yeah. And this. Yeah. Yeah. Especially given my age. <laughs> I, I'm right but, there with you, buddy. I just had a birthday, too. I'm 36 now. <laughs> One ooh. foot in the grave, dude. Hey, hey, hey. I'm Leather again, face 52. is coming for me, son. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, you got to make it uh, at least one more year so we can say in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. It's interesting, though, again, that you put b- both, you know, Night Court, then that 70s show, given the reboot and new boot of that 90s show and yeah. Night Court. <laughs> so, <laughs> but two we'll, of my top we'll, two we'll, shows we'll are both how, coming uh, back. That let, let, let's see also if this has any uh, like uh, pass through effect to your uh, list. <laughs> I don't know about these reboots making anywhere near the top. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I'm just looking at the trailers. Probably going, not. Yeah, the way the trailers are, eh, eh, no. <laughs> like and at the said, end of the season, we'll be getting to the quality list, which which shows we think are yes. actually better. Right now, this is our favorites. Correct. We will be getting to where we think they, they rank quality-wise, which will be very interesting. Because my list yes. will be probably very different. <laughs> and I don't even know if we've decided what we're doing next yet, but we'll we'll figure that no, out. We, and then you'll know next time. It. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's as much of a mystery to us as it is to you guys out there. <laughs> we're going to do that 2000 you know, you know show. Not, you know what's not a mystery, though? You know, where they can you know find us? Not a mystery? Where to find us? Where can they find you, Jay? <laughs> ah, you can find me on twitch.tv slash bidwellfog. I've been playing the new Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed game. That's been kind of fun. Oh, who are you going to call? Jay Bidwell. <laughs> I'm going to call, uh, ooh, I don't know, Jessica Simpson. What's she up to? Still looking good? <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, for, for Twitch, they, they can find me at uh, twitch.tv slash nick191. Uh, what about... Uh, out out in uh, Twitter world. I think you're out there. You could tweet me at Bidwell Fog. You could tweet the show at sitcom my face. You could email us sitcom my face at gmail.com. You can find us on facebook.com slash sitcom my face. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Well, we haven't hit Instagram yet. So. Oh, you can check out Nick's other podcast. Yes. What exit uh, Jersey stories stories. Yeah. We, we've been a little, uh, uh on the hiatus be, be, between me getting COVID uh, Pete, Pete getting sick and, but you know, both of us being away and such, it just kind of like, it's been a little bit of a crazy schedule. So, and I think there's yes. only one way to end this episode, sir. Uh, I said good day. With, a, with, with, with a foot in the ass. I said good day. <laughs> What what do we want the viewers and listeners out there to do for us? Dump on my chest. I mean, sitcom my face. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. <laughs> good night. I said good day. <laughs> <laughs>